y'all, and welcome to Benevolence, where kindness matters and all are welcome to the table. I'm your host, Ceci Diaz, and first and foremost, I want to thank each and every one of you for supporting me on this Benevolence podcast. I pray that as you tune in every week, you are empowered, blessed, and encouraged to be the best version of yourself. You are tuning into episode three, Eat to Live, healthy habits to enrich and motivate you to live your best life. On this episode of Benevolence, we will be discussing something that I feel is extremely important to all of us. We will be discussing the importance of your health, lifestyle changes, dieting, exercising, and everything else in between. This episode are for those listeners that want to start and don't know how to. It's for those that have been on every diet you can think of and still see no results. These are for those that need to make some changes and need some inspiration. So, to carry on this conversation, I have a very special woman of God who I have not only known, practically, to be honest, I think I've known her the entire amount of years that I've been here in Orlando. So, Mm -hmm. it's like 14 years. It's kind of crazy. But she's also a nutrition and lifestyle fitness expert. She is an incredible individual who knows how to light up any room she walks into. We've worked together in so many different ministries in the past, and it's honestly a pleasure having her featured on this episode. So without further ado, I have Cindy Mondeluz Acevedo joining me at the table today. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. How you doing? (laughs) Cindy, thank you so much for joining me at the table. It's like... Yes. Thank you so much for inviting me <laughs> to the table. Of I course. appreciate it. Yes. Um, to be honest, I've you know I've been doing you know doing my research for podcasts and different topics and things, and asking also our listeners um, what is it that they want to hear about you know. And I've noticed that the common trend is health, health, lifestyle, dieting. You know, we log into Facebook, we log into Instagram, and immediately you see all of these different Mm -hmm. companies offering you so many things, and it can get overwhelming. Um, I've personally have gone through a crazy, uh, you could say, let's call it dieting, Mm -hmm. because um, we haven't been responsible with our lifestyle changes, But I can tell you, I've been through every single diet you can think of. Mm. I have done the herbal life. I have done the slim fast. I have done um, the, like, the garbanzo with the quinoa and, like, the beans type thing, Mm -hmm. you know? I've done starvation. (laughs) I've done um, the shakes, Mm -hmm. like, different, um, I don't know what that, that thing is called. But it's like shakeology. Okay. Yes, mm-hmm. I've done. Mm-hmm. I've done it all, and I'm not gonna lie. There have been results, but they're not long lasting. Mm-hmm. They're they they only work for the moment, mm-hmm. and then immediately when I'm back on my grind, doing what I love to do, which is eat, mm-hmm. um, I gain it all back and more. And that has been something very common in Anthony and I. And as you can see in our pictures, you know, you know, we are thick. lovely and yes 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 so i wanted you to bring i wanted to bring someone who is an expert who knows about all of this you know and i think that this will be very 
beneficial to our listeners. Um, the demographics of our listeners are like from high school all the way up to college, mothers, fathers, you know, they're married, whatever the case may be. And, and I think that this is going to help them. And also it's going to help Anthony and I because we want to, we want to, but it's like that first, we don't even know where to start. And I think for us is always the food. It's never the exercise. We know how to exercise. Mm -hmm. Like, we know to do the 30 minutes outside mm -hmm. and walk. Mm -hmm. You know, we know the, you know, the water, the, the basic things. But I think is when it comes to the food is where it gets a little scary. Mm -hmm. So, first I want to thank you. Thank you once again. <laughs> and don't be shy, girl. Be yourself. Because awesome. be the Cindy that I know off the microphone. All right. <laughs> oh, I don't know yet. if you guys are listening to this. She looks so, like, conservative. Because you know. Um, well, just to give you a little background about who I am, my name is Cindy Mandaluz Azevedo. And I have my master's in international and community nutrition and my bachelor's in human nutrition, food, and exercises wow. from the great University of Virginia Tech. Yes. Um, and food is my life. Mm -hmm. You know, to be honest, uh, growing up, my mother has always instilled in us to eat healthy, how she cooked for us, and just Haitian mothers, they just like to cook, and mm -hmm. my food is good, my food is healthy, mm -hmm. you know, always emphasizing on yeah. eating healthy and eating at home, and, you know, so that that pretty much pushed me into the world of nutrition because my mom talked about it so much at the house. Um, I currently work with a uh, the nutrition program, mm -hmm. Women, Infant, and Children Nutrition Supplement Program, or WIC. Mm -hmm. um, and every day I get to speak with uh, heads of households, usually moms, about nutrition and uh, things that they can do to improve, just little things they can do to improve the nutrition status of their household. Yeah. Uh, one thing I, I do realize is that nutrition is very personal. Mm -hmm. Health in itself is very personal. Yeah, for sure. And um, you don't want to hear that you're doing something wrong mm -hmm. when it comes to health. Oh, yes. You, you want to get the checks and the stars all mm -hmm. the time. You don't want to hear that you're doing something wrong. Yes. And my <laughs> whole motivation is to educate. Yeah. I will share uh, knowledge, understanding, research, but it comes down to whether you want to make the change or not. Exactly. That's all I can do mm -hmm. is point you in the right direction. And if it works, it works. And mm -hmm. if it doesn't, well, you at least know the information. And the information that I usually bring is scientifically researched. Mm -hmm. It's not anything heard from someone or a, what we call... Um, Quackery, yeah, people who are just out to sway the public mm -hmm. so that they can make money and exactly. profit off of their yeah. emotional habits. So um, that's what I'm here to do: is just to educate. I don't like trying to make a, a, a buck out of anything. <laughs> I, I just want to see people live their best life. Exactly, yeah. that's really good, Cindy. And I'm glad that you mentioned that that everyone wants to see the checks and the stars. And I'm going to be mad real with you because you, like, for those of us that are listening to the podcast and you follow us on, on you follow me and my family on Instagram, you know that, you know, Anthony and I were more of a heavy set type couple. And then we have our daughter 
who is four years old and I have always in like the last four years of her life I've always seemed to battle with her with her weight Mm -hmm. but it's like I take it personally Mm -hmm. I do not like when the doctor tells me that she is over than the 100 percentile and I'm like like and then ooh, it irks a nerve in my soul when a doctor tells me or ask me, like, what is she eating? Mm-hmm. You know, make sure that she, no rice, no, you know, for real, for real. No mm-hmm. rice, um, no juice. I can I can see where that, okay, you know, fine. Mm-hmm. Um, no eggs, like no dairy whatsoever. The milk has to be almond milk. It cannot be, like, um, regular cow regular milk. Cow milk. And, like, I'm like, what is going on right now? Like, first of all, doctor, I know that you are an expert, but, like, don't tell me what to do with my daughter. Like, that's 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 how we are. Yeah. We get mad, yeah. like, resistant and, and we defensive. And protective. Yes. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'm talking to Anthony. I'm like, doesn't she see my size? Like, doesn't she see that her dad is 6'3"? Doesn't she? Doesn't the doctor see that I'm 5'6"? Mm-hmm. And we are not petite people. Mm-hmm. She is over her, her percentile because... Genetically It's speaking, genetically, you know, she is. Yeah. She is almost 4 feet and she is 4 years old. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm glad you mentioned that because sometimes I feel like I'm the only one going mm-hmm. through it. So if you're a parent out there and you got a child that is like... You know, over the percentile, you're not alone. I'm going through it too, and it sucks sometimes. And then you're trying to limit the foods, but you feel so bad. It's like, uh, where do you yeah. even start? And see, that's the one thing that when when parents come to my office, I don't want them to feel like they're being under attack, mm-hmm. and definitely don't want to make them feel like they are failing Mm -hmm. that they're doing something wrong yeah you know and i've had so many so many times especially i love my caribbean moms (laughs) i love my caribbean moms the baby comes in and yes baby is overweight or not Mm -hmm. and i'm not meaning like baby i'm talking about like yeah three four years old and mother will say but my baby's sexy i'm like really (laughs) (laughs) i wouldn't necessarily label a child sexy but okay but that's their way of saying Mm -hmm. no she looks healthy and and social cultural norms Mm -hmm. uh especially if you come from a country that is underdeveloped or Mm -hmm. have you being thick means you're healthy you have money you're Mm -hmm. eating Mm -hmm. and so those are just certain things that people don't take in consideration especially um a lot of these doctors who are Western and they don't realize the cultural impact. Oh, that she they... is Western. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. If you're listening out there, I apologize. But what I'm trying to say is very Western. Mm, yeah. Yes. So you, you you don't take that cultural, you know, aspect that does yeah. influence yeah mm-hmm. health. And so uh, my approach definitely involves cultural sensitivity. And then on top of that, if I see mom and dad for example i'm just going to throw something out there the the you know we'll do a, an analysis and the chart says the child is at risk of store, of short stature okay that may be it's like a flag but if i see mom is 51 and dad is 51 and a half 
I can't expect the child to be any taller exactly. than 5'1". For sure. If they turn out to be a Jerm- Jeremy Lin, great, you mm-hmm. know, who's taller than his mom and dad. Mm-hmm. But, you know what I'm saying? So it, it's not taking into those factors that let's look at parent, you know, mom exactly. and dad history. Let's look into the, all these other things mm-hmm. that impact health and outcome. And so... I really try my best to be as holistic as possible. That's good. Um, because I think when you think of it holistically, then you don't use the word limitations mm-hmm. because that's what a lot of people don't want to feel like they're limited. Yeah. You look, you really turn it into options. Okay. So that's not an option for you, but let's try this option. Exactly. So it's it's all about changing the mm-hmm. wording so that something positive can come through exactly yeah. well that's good well i'm glad you kind of gave me some therapy today cindy <laughs> i appreciate it because i've been she has a doctor's appointment in like two weeks and i'm already on my defense mm-hmm. ready because she has a checkup and it's mm-hmm. a physical and you know i'm like no parent wants to hear no parent wants mm-hmm. to hear that you know they're that they're I don't know. Basically, you're saying my child's unhealthy. Exactly. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and 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 she'll and she, I'm saying who her name is, but she will <laughs> subliminally say, you know, some mean things, and mm-hmm. and I'm already like I can't deal it. But that's a whole nother podcast, and we will get to parenting another time. So let's stick to health because <laughs> we can we can be here forever talking years about and it. Years yes. And years. Yeah. It seems like right. So. I wanted to um, discuss with you, Cindy, the common misconceptions of dieting and exercise. And mostly, Let's hear it. Mostly mm-hmm. dieting because, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's trying to lose weight. Everybody's trying to live that healthy lifestyle. It's everywhere. Yeah, we're in it's March. Everywhere. We're like three months away from summer. People are trying to pump. Beach body. Pump it out. You know, whatever. <laughs> you know, I'm that meme that like... It's Winnie the, Winnie, Winnie the Pooh in front of the, <laughs> the mirror, I think. In front of the mirror. And, then, <laughs> and it's like a little meme that says, like, oh, it's March. Like, or, oh, it's February. It's too late. Like, something like that. Like, I guess I'm going to be fluffy in the summertime. That's how I feel right now. But whatever. So, before we get into, like, what's the right thing to do? What is a diet? General mm-hmm. diets and all of that. I want to um, discuss with you some seven common misconceptions of dieting and exercise. And I think the first one that's the top notch is starvation. That skipping meals makes you lose weight faster or more like quicker. So what can you say about that first misconception? Well, first of all, I want to make sure that everybody understands that I am giving information that is research-based Mm-hmm. And it is for you to make a decision whether or not you want to proceed with it. Yeah, please okay? don't be calling Benevolence Podcast and Cindy Mom the <laughs> And the reason why I say that is because mm-hmm. there are a lot of people who have made health choices, um, mm-hmm. changes in their lives, and they see results. Mm-hmm. And they're adamant about it, and so they want everyone to do exactly what they're doing. Exactly. And the one thing I just want to make sure you guys understand is that maybe it worked for you, and I'm not going to say how long it's going to work, mm-hmm. but it worked for you at that time frame. Mm-hmm. It's maybe not going to work for the person next to you, exactly. or the third person down the, their line. Mm-hmm. So don't feel as if I'm attacking a lifestyle choice that you made. I'm just coming with information so that everyone can make a decision on whether or not it works for them. Perfect. Now, to begin with starvation. 
no, <laughs> it's not good to starve yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say maybe you will lose some weight. And when I say some weight, a couple of pounds here or there. And it depends on one, it does, does depend on your height. It does depend on your sex because men do live a loose weight faster than yes. women. Mm-hmm. Okay. Taller people lose weight faster than shorter people. Okay. You know, so all, all these things do influence how much weight you lose. However, starvation, you, you have to look at it from this, from the viewpoint of I'm losing weight, but am, am I, am I adding years to my life? Exactly. Because what you're doing is you're depriving your body of essential nutrients mm-hmm. that your body cannot make for itself by cutting out that meal. Mm-hmm. And so, for example, if you're supposed to be getting, let's say, uh, 15 grams of iron in a day, but you cut out a meal, so that now, or milligrams, I should say, and so now you're only getting 12 milligrams of iron a day. So basically, you're pushing yourself into anemia. Wow. Or having low blood iron. Yeah. Because you're trying to skip that meal and lose weight. Mm-hmm. So it's one thing where, okay, maybe I see some weight loss, but you're not seeing the underlying, uh, de- you know, things that may, that, that may, you know, harm your health. Exactly. So it's like, uh, what exactly are you gaining? Mm-hmm. And then it comes to a point where your body actually stops, you know, losing weight because it's starving mm-hmm. and it's trying to hold on to whatever feel that you put on and so you you find yourself not losing weight so it's like okay i stopped eating you know i cut out this extra meal why am i not losing? because your body's trying to save itself Mm -hmm. so starvation is not the way to go especially when it's putting yourself at risk uh nutrition nutrient wise um and then overall the, the the effects is not it's not worth it, basically. Yeah. You're like, it, maybe you may lose a couple pounds here or there, but definitely it's not something that you can do that's lasting. Exactly. And then you put yourself in, in at health risk with other things, such as, you know, like I said, anemia, or uh, you lose um, calcium from your bones, and you know, then you put yourself in osteopenia, and all, all these things that come about because yeah. you wanted to starve yourself, basically. Wow, that's good. All right. Um, the second misconception, if I work out, I can eat whatever I want. <laughs> And uh, I want to put that as the same level as, oh, I'm pregnant, so I can eat whatever I want. <laughs> no. <laughs> mm-hmm. No. Um, it is not wise to take on a an idea or concept that, oh, well, I'm going to hit the gym anyway, so let me down this box of pizza and, and, and soda, and I'll just work it off. Mm-hmm. No, you're actually not helping your body retrieve the the actual nutrients it needs for the fuel to generate in order to uh, maintain this this active lifestyle in the gym. Mm-hmm. And all you're doing is introducing these 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 fats and these cholesterols um, that are clogging up your arteries. I mean, it, it's possible to be a runner and have a heart attack. Yes. Those are things yes. that are possible. And then on top of that, you have to consider genetic disposition, you mm-hmm. know, like whether or not heart disease does actually run your family mm-hmm. and things of that nature. So it's like you, you, you're kind of um, playing Russian roulette, wow. you know, in a sense. So mm-hmm. it's not a good idea to eat whatever you want mm-hmm. because that in itself is, you know, kind of um, 
you know, you're a revol- like almost like you're a revolving door. You're yes. just walking in and out, in and yep. out, in, and you're not going anywhere. Exactly. You're just going in a revolving door. So it's it, diet and exercise. Healthy diet, healthy exercise pattern. That's you know? good. Thanks, Cindy. Um, the next one, you should never cheat on a diet. And I will say that people who uh, want to promote this strict, strict diet um, always find themselves blowing it and doing worse. Okay. It's about balance. And so you really shouldn't call it, you really don't want to say cheat because, mm-hmm. you know, that's what these health gurus call it, you know, oh, cheat day, cheat day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I use the terminology itself. But I, I do think that we should all consider balance, you know, and, and it's it's not a bad idea to have a cookie. Yeah. You know, it's not a bad idea if you want it you know, uh, a frozen treat, like some ice cream. No, it's mm-hmm. not a bad idea. The bad idea is the amount okay. you're having. So yeah. it's a difference for one cookie as opposed to the entire bag of Chips Ahoy, yeah. you know, or mm-hmm. whatever cookie brand that you may like, yeah, you know? Yeah, for sure. So it, um, it, it, it's one of those things where, uh, and it should not be tied to guilt. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, you, you want to eat food to enjoy, you know, mm-hmm. like it's there for your enjoyment. Um, but it's, and it should not be to the abuse. Exactly. So I, what, what I, what I find is that a lot of people do know what they should and should not eat or what the quantity should be. It's just discipline, whether mm-hmm. or not they want to instill discipline. Exactly. So, um, only and only if you are with, you know, with a health condition that tell, you cannot, cannot, cannot have a certain food. Obviously, you follow yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. You know, mm-hmm. but I, I do believe that uh, you want to uh, make sure that you don't put yourself in a, in a situation where it's a restrictive, so restrictive diet, especially when it's not necessarily, not, you don't need to be so restrictive. And what I mean, it's not that you have a, an allergy to towards a certain food or you know um your levels are, are so imbalanced that eating certain types mm-hmm. of food you know causes it to go out of whack no but you know you want to be mindful that it's it's okay you're exactly. and, and not to have that guilt attached to it that's good mm-hmm. that's good um the next one this is a big one cleanses and detoxes are a good way to jumpstart a diet and I will say to that, there's a lot of uh, research and um, investigation that does not support people from uh, relying solely on a detox or a cleanse. Um, especially, for example, um, a cleanse that's supposed to rid your body of all fat, mm-hmm. you know, and things of that nature. Um, there are certain vitamins that your body needs fat in order to be absorbed. Yeah. Your body or certain minerals that, you know, come that need to be in combination with this certain mineral and the mm-hmm. only or a vitamin and the only way that it effectively works is if there's a presence of like I said fat. Yeah. So if you're cleansing and trying to get all, you know, get basically, you know, the fat out, then you are eliminating your body's ability to absorb certain nutrients which then would trigger later on health issues. Wow. And so um, it is not the best to, you know, solely rely on a detox or a cleanse. For me, I when I see the recipes to it, I'm like, oh, that's a cool drink. I'll have that with mm-hmm. my steak and, you know, potato. Yeah. You know? Because <laughs> I just see it as like, oh, 
you know, mm-hmm. you you uh, you have a, a refreshing, refreshing mint and lime. But for someone, if that's all they're going to consume, mm-hmm. then you're putting yourself at a health health risk. Okay, that's good to know. Because mm-hmm. I remember many years ago, um, you know, that was the thing. You know, you saw it on in the internet, so you thought it would be the right thing to do. And then I remember do, trying to do or at least attempting the ally pills mm-hmm. um, because I know that that's something that really takes out the grease. But right. that's good to know because I don't know. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, there, there, are, there are vitamins and, mm-hmm. and certain minerals that need the presence of the, of the vitamin. But if you're removing fat from your body, then you're not allowing that vitamin to be absorbed. Exactly. And so. Um, makes sense. A lot of health issues that can that can generate from that. Okay. So you want to be careful with that. That's good. Mm-hmm. All right. The next one is a diet that works for one person should work just as well for others. And I will have to politely disagree with that um, because even twins are not born 100 exactly the same. Yes. Everyone's metabolic uh, you know, function differs mm-hmm. in some way. So something that worked for one person, maybe even two, may not work for person three and four. Yeah. You know, and so that includes just getting to know your body and mm-hmm. what works for you. And so um, a lot of people uh, don't take in- that into consideration that, um it's just getting to know what really works for you, like listening to your body and mm-hmm. really uh, seeing what works for you. And so, for example, um, I, I have no problem with dairy or, or cow's milk. Mm-hmm. My Neither my husband, not, I, we have no problem with it. Um, and, but for other people, they may have an issue digesting whether it be the the lactose sugar that's found in there or a certain protein that's found in the in, in the in the milk itself and so for other people it, it may cause issue but because it caused issue to you it, and you removed it from your diet and you saw things happen mm-hmm. and, and the the sun is shining and you know roses are smelling better and and no you have to try it okay it worked for you but I, it's fine for me exactly so it's just knowing your your body and yeah. so uh, with with dieting and exercise, I'll be honest. The reason why there's so many things out there is because there's just so many people. Exactly, and there's so many different uh, combinations that work for people. So no, there's not a magic bullet when mm-hmm. it comes to diet and exercise. There is no magic bullet. There's not one thing that you can do other than try to change. That's good. And that starting from there, changing to what. We'll find out. But at least there's a change. Yeah, for sure. And that kind of leads to the next one because um, the next misconception is like avoiding gluten um, and dairy will definitely help you lose weight. And I can tell you from experience because like I love milk, but I can't drink milk. Mm -hmm. Um, I love cheese, but I try not to go ham on that Mm -hmm. because... I, I get upset stomach mm-hmm. and even the mm-hmm. ice cream sometimes it yeah. just does not settle well. Exactly. Um, I'm not diagnosed as a lactose intolerant, but I've noticed that the dairy for me it mm-hmm. just causes just an upset. A lot of yeah. so you know what do you, what can you say about gluten and dairy? Right. Um, so 
For example, um, yeah, and even if that's something that you want to talk to your doctor about to see whether or not if, if it's not lactose intolerant, is it is it the um, A1 protein that's found in, in, in dairy or, you know, let's can mm-hmm. we do an investigation so mm-hmm. that I can better understand what's going on with my body? Um, and, the, and that goes on the same with gluten. There are some people, certain diseases that, yeah, they cannot digest gluten well. Mm-hmm. And... The reason why you lose weight is because you remove that caloric value. Okay. Yeah, you're going to lose weight. Yeah. So, you know, um, if it's, obviously, if it's uh, 1%, 2%, or regular whole milk, there's a, a percentage of fat found in with that milk. Mm-hmm. So if, we, if we, you remove that milk, say, for instance, you that was something you drank all the time, you removed it to replace it with soy or almond, which is a lower percentage, of course you're going to lose weight. Yeah. Because you remove that caloric value. Mm -hmm. But because you have an issue with that protein or that sugar, it doesn't mean that everybody else Mm -hmm. is going to have that same problem. Yeah. Um, You know, there are just, there are are, are people groups who they, they, they are not around dairy. And Mm -hmm. so they have issues with dairy, but other people groups that that's all they, dairy was just been there since the time Mm -hmm. started for that people group. And they don't have issues with dairy. Okay. Are you going to tell those people to stop? drinking dairy or, or eating dairy mm-hmm. because we found that this people group are thriving without dairy. No. Yeah. So that's once again, coming back to understanding and knowing yourself. And that goes the same with like gluten or, you know, whatever, uh, certain proteins or sugars that some pe- certain people just cannot digest mm-hmm. or they, it doesn't do well with them. So getting to know your body, um, listening to those, those symptoms and then, you know, this isn't right. And, you know, just trying what works best for you. So, for example, um, some people can become can become lactose intolerant. Like mm-hmm. they weren't when they were younger, and then something, whether it be age or or an, an event that causes them to not be able to digest that sugar. Mm-hmm. Listen to your body. You okay. know, all of a sudden now it's not doing well with you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's try an alternative. You know, so that's good. That's good. It's good to know. And then my final, final um, misconception, and this one, this one I have a lot of experience in. Um, juices and shakes are a good replacement for meals, and I and I say that because, like I said before earlier um, in the introduction, I had done Herbalife, I had done Shakeology, mm-hmm. I have done um, Slim Fast mm-hmm. when I was very, very young, and I even um, the whole tea. The tea mm-hmm. diet and mm-hmm. all of that. You're replacing mm-hmm. things with these juices mm-hmm. and these shakes. They're good for replacing meals. I remember I, when I did the slim fast, oh Jesus, I was starving my butt off. Starving. The, that little can of, of that chocolate milk type shake didn't do anything. <laughs> I did lose the weight, but I was starving. Mm-hmm. I was not living the best life during that time. And I remember, excuse me, when I did Herbal Life. It was, I was gagging with Mm -hmm. every gulp of that Mm -hmm. shake. Mm -hmm. I was gagging. And everybody's Mm -hmm. there, you know, when when Herbalife was the thing. Everybody was like, Herbalife. And they're drinking it in one gulp. And like, Mm -hmm. they were like diehard Herbalife Mm -hmm. people, you Mm -hmm. know. But I was literally, I had to like pinch my nose and 
golpe. And I remember my family, Anthony, because it was during the, the beginning years of Anthony, mm-hmm. and my parents, they're eating, you know, the veggies, and, you know, they're just eating normal foods, and I'm here on the dinner table with my with my tall cup of, of shake, and I was miserable. Mm-hmm. I was miserable. Mm-hmm. So what can you say about that misconception? Juices and shakes are a good replacement for meals. What I will say to that is uh, just to piggyback a little bit. Um, when you, when basically you're skipping a meal, you're in, as you said, yes, you are starving yourself. So if you are drinking a shake for lunch, but you're not eating lunch, you're, you're replacing a meal. Yeah. Is that yeah, true? That, yeah. Okay. Yes. And, um, and yeah, you're, you are starving yourself. See, this is, um, this is where the misconception is, is that because these, these drinks and these, um, shakes, what have you, they promote, you know, you'll have the same amount of, of vitamins, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the same amount of, of, or, or reduced calories. Uh, you'll, 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 you'll feel great. You'll get boost of energy and, uh, what the, you don't really realize is that you're putting your body in distress wow. because it's trying to figure out uh, where's the food, you know? Yeah. Um, food is so much more than just the vitamins. There are phytochemicals that don't exist in a lot of these shakes. Um, there are there are other factors, other other elements that are found within food that these shakes will not provide. One, two. There are certain uh, minerals, certain vitamins that can only be di- digested by us well if it comes from the actual source. Mm-hmm. And so, um, for example, um, uh, we we don't we don't we don't digest or take in and metabolize calcium from an animal, uh, at, or or from a plant as well from an animal. Mm-hmm. So, like we we actually need some of, of the animal fat, some of the animal uh, protein uh, to, to actually get these nutrients. You only find, for example, B12 in meat, in, oh. in, 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 in animals. Okay. And you need that for mm-hmm. your blood development. And so when you, 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 you cut that out, but then you say it's in a, in a pill form, unfortunately, it's not as bioavailable or ready to digest as it is from the actual source. Wow. And so you're, you, you put your, yourself and your body at harm because the, the, the availability of these nutrients have decreased so mm-hmm. much. And so that's why it's one of those, um, a lot of, of experts, a lot of nutritionists, a lot of, of those who are, are you know, well aware, uh, try to encourage not to use the meal replacements uh, Solely because you 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 put yourself in starvation mode and you want just reiterating you you stop you limit yourself from having the full gamut of nutrition that solid food provides. Mm, that's good. That's so good. Oh, well, I'm glad you said that, <laughs> Cindy. I have one more question for mm-hmm. you, and this is this is to answer Anthony's question, um, because he his question yesterday or the day before was. Why, like, some people have faster metabolisms than others? Like, for example, his brother, which is the one right after him, mm-hmm. is very, very skinny. Mm-hmm. Very skinny, um, you know, fit, you know, skinny, very tall. And he can eat anything. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, 
one, two, three, he's done. Like, those, his metabolism is good. He doesn't gain weight. Mm-hmm. But then Anthony, on the other hand, you know, he's the bigger brother. And, like, anything that he eats, you know, it takes forever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. he's, he, wants to, he wants to know why do people have different metabolisms and how does that happen? Especially hereditary. Is his brother. So right. he's looking at his brother. He's like, yo, you can eat like a whole cake on your own. You're good. You don't gain anything. But if I eat a cake, I'm doomed. So can you explain right. that? Um, as simple as, as I can, one of the things uh, you want to consider is muscle mass. So it depends. A lot of times it depends on the muscle mass okay. um, of the person. Even in my family, I'm I'm the muscular one. Okay, we all same father, same mother. Mm-hmm. You know, but I was the one that had the m- more muscle mass, and so I do burn things quicker than my sisters who yeah. are you know regular bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. You know, and they they, they they gain weight faster than I. It, it took them a little bit longer for them to lose you know maternity weight mm-hmm. than I did. It. If, you know, one of those things, yeah, it does come down to muscle mass. And so for some people, they really have to incorporate weightlifting okay. as opposed to others, you know, just to build that muscle mass because your muscles does do help uh, uh, utilize energy so it doesn't turn into that stored cell, which we like okay, to know is bad. So that's, so if you have a slower metabolism, you should... L- Lift, lift weights. weights. You definitely That's want very to interesting. weightlifting. Yeah. My childhood best friend, and if she's listening, if she's listening <laughs> to this podcast, Julie, I love you, girl, and I'm so proud of you. My my childhood best friend, she lost I don't even know, and don't quote me on this, Julie, mm-hmm. but it was like over a hundred pounds, over mm-hmm. I think it was almost two hundred pounds. She did the gastric bypass. Mm-hmm. But I remember on her journey, she was always lifting weights. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, she looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, the Julie that I knew growing up is definitely not the Julie. It's the same girl, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But she looks amazing. And I know that, you know, the surgery and all of that, you know, it helped. And the lifestyle change that she had to do also. Which- but I saw her mm-hmm. constantly, constantly lifting weights. And I'm like, what is she doing? Because... Doesn't like doesn't lifting weights make you gain weight? That's another common misconception that people think density. Okay, density. So yes, you uh, someone who has more muscle weight is more dense than a person who does not have as much muscle weight. But um, size wise, you are smaller than so, the person. Okay. So for example. Um, if I you can right use now, me as an example. No, it's I'm okay. going to compare my no, because okay, okay. no, I want you to get the idea. Okay. So, for example, someone um, I don't even know, um, like someone who I think right now I'm about one sixteen, one seventeen, mm-hmm. and you see my body build. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can use um, a, a skinnier person, same weight, but they don't look as thick as me because they don't have the muscle. And I know exactly. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so that's the that's okay. the difference. So yeah, and, and I look heavier. You know, mm-hmm. I may even feel heavier, but we weigh the same. Mm. Okay. Because of the muscle. So definitely, uh, 
is Anthony's brother have a little bit more he muscle has a mass? Little, he has a little bit of muscle. So if it, it so it, it, you know, that, that does play He's a probably part. cursing me out. He's probably <laughs> saying, Sussie, <laughs> you know I got muscle. <laughs> you know I'm big. You know I'm You know I'm, you know I'm, I'm cut. <laughs> He's going to listen to us and die. No, but <laughs> that, that, among other things, but that is one mm. thing that does help a whole lot. Okay. Is muscle mass. So because he has muscle, he is able to burn. Burn the fat faster. Exactly. And that, because that, that energy. Oh, okay. yes, yes. So that's why it's important for us who, and I include myself, who don't have muscle, it's good to lift weights. It is. And do cardio, right? Of course. Of and we'll course. get to that later. Yeah. But um, also incorporate weightlifting because to, it So helps. they can suck up. It can, it, you, you're utilizing more energy. Mm. You're getting those energy stores out to, to, to produce, you know, the, the strength mm-hmm. that you need in order to, to, to lift those weights. And it helps a whole lot more as opposed to uh, someone who has a, a lower metabolism. Yeah, they're, they're trying to cut out the, 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 you know, unnecessary food, but they still don't see the great difference that they're looking for. You got, it's wow. that diet and that, that exercise. Makes so muscle, muscle mass does influence your ability to burn. Okay. Uh, burn fat or burn energy or with your metabolism. That's yes. really good. That's really good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, so we're done with our misconceptions. Okay. So um, I wanted to quickly point out um, what are your thoughts on apple cider vinegar and the Garcinia Cambodia pills that have been okay. They're all over the place. Okay. So what do you think about those things? Well, first let's let's say okay. Let's talk about dieting because mm-hmm. those things are. In dieting, Mm -hmm. okay? What's a diet? Basically, a diet is what you eat. What you eat, how Mm -hmm. you prepare it, you know, that that is a diet. Mm -hmm. Now, the action of dieting, the way we know it in, you know, basically in Western uh, Western world, is uh, the limitations or or restrictions or um, uh, special foods that you're supposed to eat in order to lose and maintain a certain weight, okay? Okay. Um, the, there are different types of diets that are out there. Uh, general diets will, you know, even go according to region. So, you know, we have the American diet, we have the Mediterranean diet, Mm -hmm. you know, we have, um, and then, uh, what we would consider fat diets, you know, which would be, for example, paleo diet. Mm -hmm. We have the keto diet and, um, the whole 30 and Mm -hmm. the cabbage soup and, there's just the grape juice, the grapefruit juice diet, mm. and there's just so many there's different. So many, which, and they're considered fad diets. The reason why they're called fad diets is because they have a short lifespan; they can only go for so long. Okay, you do see immediate results, mm-hmm. but they're never long lasting. Okay, because the diet in itself is too restrictive; you can't maintain it, and then a lot of times they have health backfires or ad, you know, adverse reactions. Wow. And, so, and that includes keto. Yes, that includes keto. Recently, there's a, a study released that there's something called the keto crotch. What is that? Basically, <laughs> I girl, I laugh too. Face, especially in women, is that they, you can smell their cootie. No. Yeah. Because, because they're doing the keto. keto. Mm-hmm. So Ooh. not only do you have to worry about bad breath, Jeez, you have to worry weeks. about that. Smelly coochie. So you smell smelly fishy. You smell you fish. Wish, You're like, you doing keto? Yo, are you serious? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that more more and more people are reporting 
A smell. A mm-hmm. smell. A body No, Now they're calling it the keto crotch. That is hilarious. Yes, it is, girl. Oh, Lord. I laughed. Oh, no. Loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah, it was funny. No. Nope. <laughs> I, I laugh loud, too, because that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, so we do the general diets. We do, okay, so let, for example, my parents, maybe about two years ago, um, my mom did a diet that was specifically for her. Mm-hmm. But of course, she shared it with all of us. But um, it was it entailed like garbanzo soup, quinoa. I always say that word wrong. Quinoa, whatever. Quinoa. quinoa. Um, quinoa. It it was like a tea. It was just a whole bunch of things. And my mom and my dad they lost like mm-hmm. they lost a lot of weight, okay. and they were doing the exercise. I did. I did the diet. I don't know why I'm calling it a diet, but it is a diet. It's a diet. Yeah. So I did it. And I started to feel bored of eating the same Mm -hmm. things every single day. Mm -hmm. So I did lose a little bit of weight, but then I stopped because I was sick and tired of eating just raw beans. It's not raw, but it's like just beans Mm -hmm. and just eating the quinoa Mm -hmm. and, and... just the texture would mm-hmm. make me gag. And then it was like um, spinach, um, like the leaves, mm-hmm. spinach leaves. Mm-hmm. And you had to use this light salad. I'm like. The salad dressing? Yeah. So that's where the fat came in. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't live like this. I I can't. Mm-hmm. And it was like a garbanzo soup with mm-hmm. chicken and peppers. And I, I know how to make it. I can make it right now and it'll be banging. But eating that on Every a daily day. basis. Yeah. My parents are very dis- disciplined. They've been they've been dieting all my life. Mm-hmm. All my life. Mm-hmm. Finally something works for them. I tried it. But I don't know what to do because mm-hmm. there's a, just the constant repetition of food on a daily basis it drives me insane. Right. Well, so it worked for you. Exactly. <laughs> so you know what should be in my diet? Okay. Um, okay, so there is this movement um, that is going extreme, like plant-based, plant-based, plant-based. Oh, yes, the organic. Yeah, and all that. But my thing is, as nutritionists and health specialists, we've all been talking about plant-based, plant-based. If you look at yeah. what we now use as my plate, mm-hmm. half of the plate is supposed to go to plants, mm. you know? And so, and then on top of that, a lot of uh, plant derivatives. And so you have, you do have bread, you do have flour. Those are from plants. Those mm. are plant foods. And so we've always talked about plant-based, yeah. you know? It's just now someone put a, a name to it and, exactly. and made a couple of bucks. But we've always talked about plant-based. Mm-hmm. Your fruits and vegetables, you know, like uh, your whole grains. That's always been a part of our, uh, you know, a plan for, for a healthy diet. Unfortunately, and, you know, pointing out the American diet, um, recent survey or not too long ago, looking at the American diet, about 60% or more of an, a, a typical American food does not include fruit or vegetables. Wow. You know? And um, about twenty one percent does go to to go to grains, mm-hmm. but it's usually refined, mm-hmm. you know. Yes. And so, um, and you know, of course, we have our meat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have meat. Yes. Um, 
but you know we 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 don't choose the the leaner cuts you know we're always getting you know the fat the you know fat. people mm-hmm. don't want to remove the, the skin off the chicken they want they they want that crispy mm-hmm. flavor that it gives mm. and i'm not saying it's <laughs> you don't do it but there should mm-hmm. be a balance yes for so sure. um I can I can use Christianese, you know. I can I can throw in a couple yeah. of Christian things here. Go ahead. Absolutely. Well, if we remember the fruit of the spirit, one of the the fruit or our aspects or you know of this fruit is self discipline, yeah, self control, for sure. I feel if you are able to have that under your belt, then you would take care of most of your health issues hmm. if we practice self control. That's good. And we don't realize that even as, you know, we're people of God and we, you know, Mm -hmm. we know that this is a temple of the Lord and yes, but we, 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 we try to be Christian by everything else except for the food we eat. Mm, That's good. And how we take care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. Everything else is Christian, you Mm -hmm, know, mm -hmm. I don't sleep around, I don't smoke, (laughs) you know, da, 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 Mm -hmm. but give me that twinkie, you know? (laughs) And it's like, man, if we applied Mm -hmm. our biblical standards to how we ate, a lot of our health issues would not be so prevalent. Wow. So I do believe the first, one of the first things is discipline. You know, getting it, and, and that comes from the yeah. heart and that, that transfer to the mind, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then after that, you know, I really take a, a look at what you're eating. Like really take a look at what you're eating. You know how to eat healthy. I know you know how to eat mm-hmm. healthy. If you are, if you read, if you know how to read, you know how to eat healthy because mm-hmm. it's everywhere. Exactly. It's whether or not you want to do it or not, mm-hmm. whether you want to invest the time, you know, to yes. eat healthy or not. It's easier to go through a drive through as opposed to cooking at home. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's easier to do certain things, but at what cost? Mm-hmm. Is it the cost of your health? Exactly. You know? And so... Um, and it's the little things. It really is the little things. So discipline, getting your heart, which transfers to your mind, and then looking at the little things. For example, let's consider, you know, really, let's consider things like juice or soda. Mm-hmm. You know, if 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 one, if you were to cut your soda intake, for not say that you drink, but if you were to cut your soda intake to like one day a week, not doing anything, just cut it to one day a week, you would be surprised of how much weight you lose just by doing that. I know. And that's... If Cynthia, you... we're going to be real. <laughs> if we're going to be real... Hey, you mean that way back. <laughs> that is my... That is my... That is my struggle. The soda. If you just think, I am obsessed... Just think. With Pepsi. Just think. I know. You know, it's so funny. I used to be too. That was my... That was my drink. But then I started to uh, run. I started to like to run. Mm-hmm. And there's this thing, a lot of people who run or do exercise, especially when they first start, and it's a, it's a lot of times what stops people from exercising, they have this thing called lactic acid build. Okay. Where uh, you're breaking down basically the sugars in your body mm-hmm. and it turns into lactate and or lac- lactic acid and it gets to the surface of your skin so you start itching oh and yeah it's red oh that's me all the time you don't want to go through that so you stop Ooh, you have to work past that oh okay me personally <laughs> and that's because it, it happens every time it, but it goes away eventually yeah it does so when you work past it it goes away then you then your body's getting used mm-hmm. to using the lactic 
uh, acid and not okay. having it pool around your skin. But once you get past that, um, you know, you're able to sustain a wor- your, your workout. For me, I noticed that if I cut out, you know, unnecessary mm-hmm. sugars, and so the first thing was the soda, I noticed that it didn't affect me as much. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, even now I'm starting to work out back again, and I had the little lactic itch, mm-hmm. but it didn't affect me mm-hmm. as much as it did when I was drinking soda. Yeah, for sure. And so the second time that I went for a run, yeah, it was a little itch, but it didn't, it wasn't that bad. Oof. Because I didn't have... Mm-hmm. that extra sugar that yeah. you know mm-hmm. so for me that's what works for me you know and maybe something to consider but that, you know so it's just those little things if you were just to cut it back uh there's this uh, uh informational uh board that i have in my office and it, and, it, and it breaks down basically uh there's about what 10 bags of 10 bags of, of sugar in a in a can of soda a 12 ounce can there's like those little you know yeah, dixie little, bag mm-hmm. there's about 10 of them oh my god if you were to cut back your soda drinking just by one, so for example, if you're a type of person that drinks three cans of soda, if you were to cut it back by one to just down to two, you would lose anywhere between 10 and 15 pounds in mm-hmm. a year. Wow. Now, it sounds a lot, but in a year, just by cutting back one soda, mm-hmm. you know? And so just imagine how much more weight if you cut back to, just to that just one more. and then bring it down to once a week. Mm-hmm. So it's those little things, those little things. No, you don't necessarily have to have salad dressing with your salad. You know, just those little things people don't realize make a huge difference. I'll use another example. My husband and I, when we first met, we fasted for three weeks to see whether or not it was the Lord's will for us to be married. Oh, wow. That's a whole other story. I'll bring you back. Right. (laughs) I asked him, Jackson, for this fast. I mm-hmm. asked him because I knew he had an addiction. I said, "Could you let go of the juice and soda?" And he started to shake. Oof, that was oof. But he complied. <laughs> In three weeks, with just cutting the soda and the juice, he lost around eight to ten pounds. Wow. And he's already thin as it is. Like he's a thin dude. So imagine. Yeah. And that was just soda and juice. Wow. I didn't say anything else. He could have had eating cookies, candies, mm-hmm. whatever. But just cut back the soda and juice as a, as a fast. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> so, so you know, just 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 just, just those little things, things. right? Um, me personally, I'm trying to make sure that I'm eating some form of produce every day, whether it be fruit and vegetable, a vegetable. Or one day it's just fruit, or but I'm having some type of produce, yeah. Because yeah, we we don't eat enough produce. We don't mm-hmm. eat enough carrots. We don't eat enough, uh, you know, uh, uh, asparagus. We don't eat enough uh, uh, fruit. You know, mm-hmm. and then, you know, be surprised that there are people who just don't eat fruit. Yep. You That's know, true. and so and we need these things. Mm-hmm. That's the plant based diet that you know we've been trying to promote for so long. Get your fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. You know. So, um, and your whole grains. Yeah. That's so, you know, they, 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 they add, they make a difference. You know, yeah. you have your iron from there, you get your fiber, which a lot of times in America, we don't get enough fiber. Yeah. So, and it, you know, of course there are some people, once again, if you have a health issue where you cannot use fiber, okay, mm-hmm. fine. But that's not everybody, exactly. you know? And so that's once again, knowing your body. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't do fiber, but I can yeah. You can't do gluten, but I can. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to make sure it's in in the form of a whole grain. Exactly. You know, so mm-hmm. that's good. So, can you explain um where do we begin? 
I know that you said it takes discipline. It takes your mindset. Um, it takes cutting certain things like Pepsi. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have a five a day. What mm-hmm. is that? Yeah, like what does that mean? Five just, a day. Just, just trying your best to get at least two pieces of fruit and three vegetables in your diet. Okay. At least two, and 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 that one one little fruit can be a cup of juice. Okay. But that's usually the uh, recommendation: just one cup of juice. We would prefer that you eat your fruit as opposed to drinking. Mm, okay. My motivation, and I'll be honest, my mm. motivation. Is I look at my parents, I look at my grandparents, and I see their health issues. And I say to myself, I don't want to be 62 years old and in that condition. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be 80 and in that con- if I can help it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I've sat and, and I've asked, well, what did you do, mm-hmm. you know, when you were young? It's just... Mm-hmm none talked about being physically active, although they did walk, but not necessarily like intentional physical activity, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I was having a conversation one time with my dad, and I said, you know what, Poppy? In all the years that I've lived with you and, I, and, and I've seen you eat, I've never seen you eat a vegetable. Oh, yes, because I don't like, I don't like, I don't like that stuff. <laughs> and he has heart disease. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, so it's, it's learning from their mistakes and seeing their health issues and saying, you know what, I really don't want to be like that. So by, you know, the knowledge that God allows us to acquire, yeah. you know, um, the, the, the ability to, to make these changes, I want to do that so that when I'm 70, when I'm 80, I'm not suffering from something that really could have been prevented. If I just want to make sure that I did everything on my part. Mm-hmm. If something still happens, okay, that's because the Lord is going to use it for his glory. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to do what I can to make sure that that is not my story 40, 50 years from now. Yeah, that's good, Cindy. Now, the last thing um, I want to talk about is exercise. So what, where do we begin with that? What can, what can we, how do we start? I remember one time I, and this was, I'm, I'm, exp- I'm revealing my age. This is when Oprah was on. <laughs> <laughs> Oprah's on. <laughs> Oprah's on. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she had, you know, stories, inspirational stories. And she had this one person, uh, you know, they showed the before and after. And she said, you know what, Oprah? It took one step. She just started walking. Mm-hmm. And she made sure that she did a certain amount of time. I I don't even think she considered distance. She just wanted time. Make sure that I do this every day for a certain amount of time. And she was consistent. And she made sure that it was every day. And she lost, I would say, maybe 100, 150 pounds. Wow. Walking. Wow. Walking. Yeah. Because as she started to lose the weight, she knows she can go further in the same amount of time. Mm, that's good. And then the walking became running. Mm-hmm. And then adding maybe hand weights. Mm-hmm. You see, so it evolved, but just taking that one step. Some people don't flourish in the gym. That's okay. You don't have to go to the gym. Uh, some people do really well with at-home exercise videos. I'll be honest, I can't. I can't do that. 
I need the assistance of someone. So yes. I actually do better with a personal trainer. And at one time, I did have a personal mm-hmm. trainer. I'll tell you the reason why later. <laughs> I just want to let you know, guys. <laughs> Colombian food is really good. <laughs> and I had a lot of it when I lived in Colombia. So I'm going to just leave it at that. <laughs> My jeans were kind of tight. <laughs> oh, you're so, funny. so, you know, so I was like, you know, uh, I, I definitely knew that, okay, I wanted to, you know, get in shape, what have you. So I work better with a personal trainer or someone who's, you know, with me. Mm-hmm. So some people do better with a workout partner. Mm-hmm. Um, that this is going, goes back to knowing who you are and what you're willing and able to do, yeah. you know. Um, also, it's one of those things where, um, as females, we need to let go of that idea of being bulky. You know, we don't want muscles because it's going to mm-hmm. make us turn into a man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's so far from the truth. Just because you pick up weight does not automatically make you gonna, you're going to turn into an ex-woman or something like, you know, like mm-hmm. X-Men. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, but what you will see is that it benefits your heart to uh, lift weights. It benefits your bones to lift weights and overall quality of life. Mm-hmm. And so we, as women, we need to consider that when considering exercise. Because a lot of women, we only do cardio. Yep. But we don't do enough of, of weightlifting. Mm-hmm. Right. And definitely, it is your pace, your body, your health. Unfortunately, um, social media can yes be, you know, a little bit... Mm-hmm depressing a little bit intimidating it's one some of the you know the the posts that are out there you know they can be motivational Mm -hmm. but for some people it's just so intimidating Mm -hmm. you know uh so don't rely on the results and and appearances on social media to 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 be like your ultimate standard Mm -hmm. you know because you don't know what that person did or is doing behind off that camera you know and a a lot of times these things are you know you see the muscles and stuff Mm -hmm. a lot of times they're um prosthetic Mm. you know we do have people who add things to their body to make it look like they're muscular yep you know or they they take these injections and stuff Mm -hmm. so don't don't believe the hype you know, but if you you see these people and use them as motivation, good. Mm-hmm. But don't use it as exactly you know, to, to become depressed. That's you know, and, and not and think to yourself, "Oh, I'll never be that way." Well, you know what? Not no, you won't. But you'll be you. Exactly. That's good, Cindy. Any last recommendations or encouraging mm-hmm. or enc- words of encouragement for our listeners? You know, we 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 were made and created. To glorify God. That includes our bodies. Mm-hmm. Our bodies were made to glorify God. And what better way to give thanks to God by taking care. And yes, there are certain things that we can't avoid. There are certain, you know, yes. But even just the little things that is within our responsibility and ability to do, then go ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not about restriction. I'm not about, no, you can't do that, or no, you can't do mm-hmm. this, and nor nor am I about blanketing yeah. well, this one way, and that's for everybody. But I am about taking consideration of where you want to see yourself 10, 20, 30 years from now, and what will it take for you to reach that goal. And with that, how am I treating my body? You know, 
it, it it's so sad today was it today luke perry yeah today at 52 yeah from a stroke from a stroke what happened mm-hmm. i don't know let me take mm-hmm. care of my, the things that i know i can take care exactly. of so that when the autopsy report is read oh it's because she did this or she wasn't doing that yeah that's what caused it yeah. yeah, she wasn't doing this. She was that's doing good. That's good. So you know, let you know, let it be something where it was you know it was genetic or it was mm-hmm. out of control. But if I can live past sixty, past seventy, mm-hmm. and and in reasonable health, you know, being able to walk and and talk without the the assistance of you know apparatuses mm-hmm. or I'm not on pills and mm-hmm. injections. If I could just you know be healthy for yep. as long as I can, I'm I'm that's what I'm trying to do. That's good. Well, there you have it. Cindy, thank you so much for joining me at the table today. Um, A blessing, a blessing. Your knowledge and expertise has definitely blessed my life. I, I, I see like, you know... The lights at the end of this dark, narrow, long tunnel. (laughs) And I know that a lot of our listeners, they're, you know, they're motivated, they're ready to start just doing a big lifestyle change. It's not even about, let's not call it diet. Let's call it a lifestyle change. Exactly. So it's changing the mindset for sure. And I just want to point out, like, um, I didn't say, I didn't have a list of things for you to do. Mm -hmm. Because once again, I don't know if that's going to work for you. Exactly. But I want to encourage you, talk to your doctor. Know your vitals. You know, get the blood work done to Mm -hmm. see where you are. You know, know what your blood pressure is. Know know all of these numbers. And then from there, move forward into, okay, this is what I need to do to cut cut my, my risk of dying now. Exactly. Yeah. That's good. So if you have any specific questions about diet or exercise and would like to ask Cindy personally, you can always e- email her at c-m-o-n-d-e-l-u at gmail.com that's c-mondelu at gmail.com awesome thank you and thank you all for tuning into benevolence where kindness matters and all are welcome to the table make sure to follow me on instagram at benevolence podcast or at i am ceci diaz to know a little bit more about me and benevolence benevolence podcast is available on itunes google play and the stitcher app And finally, if there is a topic that you would like to discuss in the future, please do not hesitate to email me at benevolencepodcast at gmail.com with requests, petitions, or comments. I want to hear from you. And stay tuned for next Monday's episode of Benevolence. You don't want to miss it. Bye. Bye.